Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. What's up, everybody? You are listening and you are watching the Complex Sneakers podcast. We are back in studio, feeling good, as always, with my guy to my right. Mr. Matt Welty. We're here. We're live. We're back and in person. Uh, we're living good. life, right? It was different. And of course, to my left, he has a look at. He, he came prepared. How so? You got the lint roller. You got the lint roller. Show them. I mean, this is this is the first podcast I've recorded in so long where I'm wearing pants. Do you guys wear pants when we record this at home? Yes, I do. Actually, okay, so I do. I wear pants, but I'll, I'll definitely wear okay, sweats. He's all, okay, he's already <laughs> talking over himself. No, I but wear okay. pants too. But now that we're on video, briefly. I do have to make sure I'm fully lint rolled. Okay, you just threw it on the ground, but Somebody that's okay. That yeah. Feels good. You know, everyone has asked for video. Yes. And we've been flirting with the idea of bringing the Complex Sneakers podcast a video. We have to, have to make it clear. This isn't what it's going to look like if right. we do decide to do video consistently, but we're, we're, we this are is here. It's like a test run. Yeah, yeah, it's a test run. So let us know. And it's, it's JLP not and the be live. Canadian Tuxedo, yeah. And to be fair, look, I'm reading the <laughs> chat already. First time I did the Canadian Tuxedo, but you showed up denim on denim too. And I you, switched it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he switched, I switched it up. It up I, lo- I love the fact that people think that there is a video version out there and we're just like magically hiding it through the secret link on the internet that you can't access. It's the, it's the comments you see every week. And if, if you're listening to this in podcast form right now, the background is we're doing a live video version of this before recording. So we're, we're going through some things right now, testing some things out, yes. like Joe said. So that's what's going on. So we're going to be interacting with the chat here. We are watching the comments, good or bad, and we will shout you out if you say something particularly interesting. Or if you say something awful. <laughs> exactly. If you say something awful. How do we feel to be back in the studio? You know, what we were saying is that um, we haven't really recorded together in person in like 11 months. Yeah. The last time was Premium Pete. Mm-hmm. You were over at my apartment. Mm-hmm. This guy to my right. He was a little under the weather. coronavirus. More important than that, people are saying I look taller at this angle. And I'm so happy that for the first <laughs> time on the internet, I look tall. This is, if, the, if that's really the case then we need to go with this setup for as long as we possibly can. Listen, I think we need to do, what if, if we, listen, we do all the protocols, well, let's, just do, let's just do this every week. You think so? I think we, we'll put the guest on the monitor or maybe, you know, distance, we get some New York guests. The amazing part about this though, is just looking at the live stream, Brendan looks like he's a guest on Hot Ones with like the black backdrop. Yeah, he very, does. Very, very professional. Carlos in the chat asked if there are any Signed copies of the Complex Sneaker of the Year book going up for sale today. I want to explain that to you, Carlos. 
We are here to talk about some chapters in the Complex Sneaker of the Year book. That's our theme on the podcast today. We are not here to sell any books, but we are going to give away yes, we are. 10 copies in the live stream in the chat. Gentlemen, how are we deciding who earns these books? Okay, so we went back and forth with this. We thought, oh, whoever asked questions. But what we want to see, we want to see the fans who have been with us from what it's been over a little over a year on the yeah. complex sneakers podcast and you know we do have a lot of inside jokes that's mm -hmm. why i love this podcast so much we all host shows but we can't really talk about kind of our sneaker history on our shows but the complex sneakers podcast trip down memory lanes we have a lot of guests that come on and tell stories but we also share a lot of inside jokes so we want to give books away to people who we could realize have been following us from the beginning the super fans yeah exactly so if we see anybody in the chat who we feel like has really earned our respect, which is not an easy thing to do, then we may just shout you out and we may send a book your way. These are all signed. Uh, we broke our wrists scribbling in the inside cover of these. So we did also. Only ten of them. Should we address the little elephant in the room? Some, if, if you got a, <laughs> oh, should have should addressed it. Okay, okay, okay. Let's address. If you got a book that tell only the people wealthy. No, wealthy. Tell the people. So. What we have a little bit of, I wouldn't say a technical difficulty, right. but we had to sign 200 books. It comes out that there are a couple books, not a lot to my knowledge, only two so far, but there are a couple books where I missed signing them. Okay. So what are you going to do? Yeah. What, how are you going to make it up to those people who bought? Well, he's hit me up. You better go to the UPS store. <laughs> hit me up. Hit me up on Instagram. Honestly, send me a DM mm -hmm. and we will get it all sorted. Someone already sent a book on the way. Do you want to check? If yeah, that see, Smalley John, Joe with the silver Sharpies. That's something that they picked up from, from an earlier podcast. Let's make sure that we are flagging these comments with the inside jokes. Those are, we, are, are we giving that person a book? I think we should, Who, right? This what, book is signed, Brendan. Because I, I still Edgar Hernandez, CRO's um, Silver Sharpie to sign the books, the CRO of they Complex, are if you were listening. Signed. Get this guy a book. Smalley, John, Joe with the Silver Sharpie. That's the type of insider information that have you been listening to us. I checked mine too. This one does have wealthy signature on it. So whoever gets this book in the mail, don't worry. Yeah, one Wealthy's. job wealthy. <laughs> one <laughs> sure. job wealthy. Another JLP with the it's silver sharpies. So yeah, they're they're trying. Somebody asking if there's a giveaway on premium Pete's pasta sauce. Should we oh, do a big We need collab? to set that up. Listen. Maybe a fan. Well, oh, hold on. Just just let me let Go me ahead. paint this picture real quick. Maybe we do like a dinner with the fans sponsored by Premium Pete's pasta sauce. What, like a Zoom dinner? Uh, yeah. You know who's doing that? Kind of the Impractical Jokers. They pivoted from their pranks to dinner every Thursday. They kind of do a funny dinner. And there is some sort of connection. I don't know if we want to uh, say. Maybe, maybe, uh, I don't know. You don't want to jinx things before they okay. happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I will not say, but, but we are. You guys shot your first episode of FSR? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Someone asking where the Yao Ming sign is. The Yao Ming. Oh, that's a good one, right? Do we want to give? We can't give away all these books too early. I know. Hold on. No, I want. No, Yao Ming definitely. Rudy Calderon. That's another inside <laughs> joke. When I was working at the finish line, six, a uh, uh, bright-eyed, eighteen-year-old guy, Yao Ming, seven foot seven. The cardboard cutout. My best friend, Rudy Calderon, got it stolen from from the finish line, and it was carried throughout the mall, and we still couldn't catch him. So, Dave, I hope. Super producer Dave Matthews, I hope that you got that guy's name. That's and, another inside and joke. You, and you finessed a, a weekend trip for two, you and Rudy, right? Jordan On Diodora. No, Diodora, yes. But that wasn't, 
That wasn't a finesse, honestly. Yeah, that was you're, a like, good... you're like, I need my personal photographer to, to come along yeah. on the trip, and you yes. got a trip for two to... The Adora headquarters, yeah. My first time going to Italy. We got to set that up again once this is all over. I know, but we got a long way to go. We just, oh. listen, they barely let us in here. <laughs> <laughs> let us I've barely been going outside. I'll tell you what, I had some big ambitions this weekend. I feel bad. I let myself down. I let the people down. I tweeted that I was going to go out and get the Kith Simpsons donut. It was the only thing I was looking forward to all weekend. I, I barely... So you, re- I, you weren't no. really outside? I was not. In this, <laughs> in, this, in this one instance, I was not. I did not go get the donut. Let me tell you something. Tell me, Joe. You guys know I have friends at Kith. You have friends at Kith? Yeah, it's I mean, you're only wearing a Kith Tommy Hilfiger jacket. <laughs> yeah, but they can't see that, the back. But listen, you yeah. guys know, I, listen, I have a close relationship with my guys from Kith. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get the donut, and I asked for it. <laughs> you, yes, whoa, I couldn't get the whoa, donut. Whoa, 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 I could not whoa. get the donut. I live, I live very wait, close to the donut plant in Brooklyn. They couldn't seamless you, like, donut no. on some Joe, special... Wait, no, Joe no. Lacuma's Kith clout is not enough it's, to get no. him the donut? The donut was another type of rare. This is the Simpsons donut. The Simpsons donut, the from, pink, from the it was, collab. and they had, I think they had a milkshake. I was interested in the donut. How was that possible? But I the, tried. But the levels of it, though, just for context, I know we've mentioned this on the podcast before. Joe LaPuma has a menu item named yes. after him at Kith Treats that he true. can't even get. Did you, threaten, did you threaten to pull the JLP off no, the menu? No, I don't. No, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. After I'm not. But, chat. you know, like you hit them up. Oh, yeah, we'll sort you out, blah, blah, blah. And then it's crickets that Sunday. You know, I'm watching, I'm watching the... the and if the NFL, I'm waiting. Maybe that yeah. donut comes in right in between the two games. Yeah. Sure enough, nothing. So I don't know if anyone got <laughs> Joe getting his nose broken for love. Wow. People listen. Someone, someone just people listen. Someone flexed on you, Joe. In the, the chat, chat is going off. Who's saying what in the chat? JLP spent too much money on the off-white Air Jordan 5. They paid attention. Yes. I waited and bought it at a great price. Can okay, what a, price? He, he wants a book because of it. No, no. No negative reward price. for... for Dissing? Oh, a lot of people asking me to do some magic cards now that do you we're have on the them? stream. Do you have them? I was on Twitch yesterday, and a, a magic card comment leaked in. They said, where's Brendan Dunn? Are you going to do, a, what is it, pulling? Is, do you pull magic cards? Oh, like crack open some packs or something? Whatever you do, I'm asking. <laughs> we can do some booster drafts if the people really the, want. Some real knowledge in here, though. They said, someone have JLP's private driver go pick him up a donut. The donuts people are People are gone. fishing for the book. You guys might be trying too I know, hard right now. I know. Also... Uh, Let's get some jokes about the uh, about not jokes no no not jokes no no not, not not jokes about him. But listen, what I will say: we posted a picture of us three. A lot of comments about him getting in shape. Look at him. He looks good. He has the collar. Look at he has his cuffs. I don't know if you could pan down his cuffs. I don't know if there was a flood, but look. this is the part. This is the part that the listeners on the audio only version of the podcast yes. are going to miss the most. They How sit, good they, Matt Wealthy looks right they now. Sit, he does. They sit normal when I stand up. But they uh, rise a little bit when you're uh, when you're seated. Did you guys work out this morning? No. no. Um, I no. I meant to go run, but I was a little bit sore because yeah. I just got back on the wagon yesterday. By the way, I want to mention. Wealthy, I, I interrupt a lot when we do the full size run live streams, and it's because people come in with the donations yes. in the chat, and yes. people are donating money. Um, again, those listening, why are they doing are, that? We are doing a live video stream, and I want to get to those people because if they're paying, somebody paid $15. Where does that money go? Where does that money no go? Idea. All right, I that have money no should be maybe that, to buy us Kith donuts. Tom no, Yates no, said, no, that money should go to however much we raise. We should sign some more books and send them out. Okay, We're not spoiler get too alert. Far into both it? you guys have sneaker deals. I'm the only one who doesn't have one. It's not like you haven't been offered one, though. Did you just did you just wrestle the attention back away from me after? No, after I'm three waiting. Seconds? We're okay, waiting okay, for right. you. Okay. We're waiting for what you. What do you have on foot, Brendan? I'm wearing some Nike Dunks. 
I don't think these came out yet. This is women's sizing, so this is a women's okay. 12, but you know, they're doing like the unisex sizing right now. All those dunks, the release dates got kind of pushed back and shifted and things like this. My friends at Soulbox did help me out with this pair. Wow. They said I was okay to say that. I, I don't I don't want to out anybody, but they, they said they would appreciate it. Um, by the way, I didn't really realize this when I first looked at this dunk, but I feel like it kind of has, the, are, nice. are the orange hits in here? Is that like the a reference almost to that blue and white, off-white Jordan 1 with the orange laces, the thing that wealthy hates so You know that so the, much? that's yellow, right? What is he talking I, I literally <laughs> have no idea you what, what he's talking about. You know that shoe's yellow and not orange, right? I had the, what? <laughs> I had the whole theory built up in my you head. You know that shoe's, it's a UCLA colorway. It's blue and yellow. Now you're, and now you're set tripping on Oregon, so you need to take the shoes off. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. You know I'm a little bit colorblind. Yeah, but they're, that's they're, they're, they're yellow and not orange. The, the accents in it looked orange to me, so that's how we got here. I think Joe is paying people to no, make I'm these not. comments No, now. I'm not. I am not. I have not paid anyone. Brian Lara paid $3.99 to comment. The, JLP needs a Rolex deal. Four isn't enough. Thank you, Brian Lara. I appreciate it. And, um, and that's crazy. Thank you, Brian Lara. Can they see the Rolex right now? Joe actually I'm not, uh, no. tucked Who? the Rolex no, no. in. Tucked it? <laughs> not, I'm not showing. I'm not We're sh on video. you got to show it, Joe. No, we'll do it. it Joe listen, gets a little... I'm going to get animated. Everyone knows I talk with my hands. It's it's bound to oh, peek out, there okay? There we go. So, <laughs> Joe, quick. Joe gets a little shook walking uh, past the hotel down the street. That's not true. What is That's not true. Our next door neighbors at the office. What? Look at, see, he's already oh. acting up. The last oh. live stream I was on with you. <laughs> listen, we've come a long way since the last live stream. Do you remember that one? Oh Do you God. remember that one? I can't comment on Anyways, that. Anyways, okay. that doesn't exist on the internet more. <laughs> What's the sneaker news this week, though? You know, our boy Nicholas? Yes. At the inauguration? Yes. So, Brendan Dunn got the story, the inauguration, the Dior Jordan 1's trending number one on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Mina Harris's husband. Partner. Par partner. Mina Harris's partner, excuse me. We saw, who, you know, people were saying, who is that? Who is that? Uh, Bobby Hundreds. Bobby Hundreds cracked the case. Yes, Bobby Hundreds with the alley-oop. And we found out that it was Mina Harris's partner, Nick. And everyone was tweeting about it. Everyone was posting about it. But the guy to my left. It was a team effort, at, as with everything we yes. do. And we got the story. Go ahead. I want, we want to hear about it. Spoke to Nick over the weekend via email and got the whole backstory on how the sneakers ended up on his feet. You know, it was kind of a spur of the moment decision, but he had a lot of things to consider. And I think sometimes people see the people wearing the Dior Jordan 1s and they assume it's just some rich person who doesn't necessarily know a lot about sneakers or appreciate sneakers in a deep way. But he really broke down in this piece the, the background of him and sneakers and him remembering certain people when he was growing up and uh, associated with certain shoes yes. and things like that. So... Nick is a real sneaker guy and, and, a, and a real guy, and I was, I was happy to have the conversation. What I liked about that article, he started rattling off sneakers and, like, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. colorway, how, like, how, listing how, them. He, you could tell sometimes, he really, you know, I like yeah. the Jordan 11. Nick was very, very particular. He was yeah. rattling off these sneakers with the specific colorways. And You, you, you yeah. know what else we got to talk about in sneakers right now? It has been a wild week for foam posits. Yes, so first, it has. Virgil at the, at the Louis Vuitton show with the with the foam posits what do we do we have a nickname for those the, the louis foam posits I, you didn't you oh, that one didn't that you one. correct no i was joking when i said it looked like the air max wavy which was right. like a 60 dollar it was just a, that was just a joke because i used to sell a shoe at foot locker yeah. for like 50 bucks and mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. kind of the joke around it but it does look like a foam posit i know brendan brought this up because you also want to get off all your pre-written jokes about <laughs> the calm day garçon foam posits I like in, the, those. in the nickname i would wear the black ones it kind of looked they kind of look like crop circles a little okay. bit okay. on the side right I, I was really stressing trying to figure out the right meme for the shoe and i, I couldn't figure it out somebody said a, a a girdle iron or something like that 
you know, with those concentric circles on there. I don't know. Wealthy, do you care about Comme des Garçons Nikes at all, let alone Comme des Garçons phone I, posits? I think that the I, when if someone were to tell me that Comme des Garçons was collaborating with Nike, I would say, wow, that sounds really interesting. Every time I've seen a Comme des Garçons... They're wiling. The 180s are amazing. 180s are amazing. Every For other sure. every, every other Comme des Garçons Nike is just a random model in all black or all white. With, Which the, is with right the down price tag way high up. Remember those 180s were like 270 yeah. The 180, but it's a 270. You know, I no love, pun intended. And the, and the joke is, with all due respect, that everyone, yes. everyone in our art department does a group order and buys the shoes because you go in the complex office and there's like six people Yes. Wearing those shoes at yeah, once. Yeah, because they have style and also shout out to the art department. Exactly. You see the graphics. Look at the graphics. Shout out to everyone who built this stage and put the graphics. Crispy. And you guys are going to see when we go through the book that we're here to do. Gotcha. I don't know why people keep saying, JLP, how much have you cashed out on cards? I don't cash out cards. The guy to my left <laughs> has the most extensive magic card collection in the Northeast. Do you, who do you <laughs> trade with? Franelations <laughs> after hours? Is Franelations a magic card guy? He is, I think. Okay. Um, but I don't know if he's, you know, a lot of people like, this whole card boom is people cracking packs and trying to get a PSA graded. I play him. You know what I mean? I put him in a deck. I shuffle up, I shuffle up 60 or I shuffle up 40 and I play him. Okay. You know what I mean? So Google Brandon Dunn, GP Portland, if you want to see my cash finishes. Wow. The, the disrespect. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. The disrespect that I got, though, is that you guys had seen over uh, Christmas break or whatever, I was breaking out like all those old like streetwear t-shirts and, yes. and, and whatnot. Yes. And so I, I think I had posted like a, because I found my old baseball cards, my mm -hmm. old sports cards at my mom's house or my parents' house. So I want to show them off, right? Because mm -hmm. I have like Michael Jordan and Larry Bird and all whatnot. And I found like the four, I found like two Derek Jeter rookie cards and I sent them to Josh Luber and I was like, oh, or on Instagram. And I okay. go, oh, I'm going to retire off this. And he's like, you have 75 cents. Wow. <laughs> the humbling swift and fast from Josh Luber. Why? Oh you have to get them graded, God. right? Yeah. Or I, the cards maybe may not be as rare as you think they are. Uh, people keep asking. I think it's the same person who keeps asking about my brother cooking my cool gray 11s. That's a real story. That we'll is a real story. We'll talk about Jordan 11 more in a bit once we get into this complex sneaker of the yearbook, which is part of the reason why which we're is? here. Which is? Yes. By the way, if you don't have the complex sneaker of the yearbook, there should be a link in the description of this YouTube video to buy it. We can also put a link in the podcast description. And also, if you're watching this video on YouTube, you're watching us live and you don't know about the complex sneakers podcast, please do check out the link in bio because we will have a link in there where you can listen to all the old episodes. And yes. I will say humbly in the past year, we built up a bit of a catalog. We have, we we have lots of things you can go back and listen to, a lot of sneaker history in there. So please check have over the 50 episodes. Right? Yeah. We definitely have over 50. Yeah, definitely over 50 episodes. And the good thing is that a lot of the podcast episodes, mostly all of them are pretty much evergreen and you could go back and revisit. So uh, do you own the GMT2 Pepsi? I don't, but that's a good one. The Rolex thing? Yeah, Malik R. I, I see JLP with the Drake outfit. I see it. He keeps saying it. I, Who I acknowledge more Rolex? that I see you. You or Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> 62 whoa, whoa, episodes. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Did somebody really just... So this wait, happens, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I know, no. I know. This happens no. sometimes. Okay, for the people who are listening to this, we're on the live stream on YouTube, and people can donate money. And sometimes they donate money in different currencies, and you can't tell what currency it's yes. in, and it might trick you. So we have Nazim Saliji, which we appreciate the donation. What is that? And it's $99.99, but I don't know if that's USD. They are wishing us all no, the best. No, it is. That is USD. If it, Where is this going? I'm confused. If, I don't get it. If, Brendan, if it's not USD, it gives the... the it gives the currency? Yes. Well, so... How, we need to fucking bring this person on the... We need to do something more for Nazim here because they just gave us $100. They get a book. 
They get a book. They get a book. Nazim Saliji is getting a book, a signed complex sneaker of the year. Are writing that down? We still have seven more complex sneaker of the year books, I think, to give away during this one. But Nazim Saliji just earned themselves a book. And if, if, if you don't get a book in the giveaway, remember, these are available at fine booksellers everywhere. Yes, they are. If you are. have to go to Amazon, you can go to Amazon yes. and buy the complex sneaker of the year book. So please do that. You know, there's a long list of things. Check out the podcast. Check out the YouTube. But also buy the book. It's important. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The reason why we are here, the Complex Sneaker of the Year book the best since 1985. So many people worked on this. You know, we've said it a lot of times. I want to say it straight to camera. The people who internally helped us put this together, we are so very thankful. Um, I'm super thankful that we get to talk about this book and yeah, just the, the people who wrote the chapters, the, the photography, the art and design. Absolutely. And we can't thank you guys enough. The editors. So, the editors, of course. And and we say it on the audio, but I want to make it clear. Thank you guys internally, our team at Complex, the Complex family. Going to get into one of the um, chapters on, on um, I think, the Jordan 11 that Drew Hamill wrote. Yeah, and Nike Stories on Instagram. Yeah, Nike Stories. Go follow him on Instagram. But let's talk about it. So what we did today is we basically picked a few chapters that it was almost too close to call. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk to you guys. I'm going to volley to you guys about, let's start with, what are we starting with, 1995? Right. 1995, the Jordan 11. You got bullshit here. Okay. The Jordan 11 and the Air Max 95. And obviously two iconic sneakers, very, very close to call. I don't know who wants to kick it off and talk about these two sneakers. Should we say, though, that this is, which one we chose? Yeah. yeah. People com- should know. Yeah. This, is, this was the winner. This was the sneaker of the year of 1995. For you know a lot of reasons, uh, I guess maybe people have rewritten history a little bit um, in recent time. But I would say there was a time where people would say that this is the greatest Air Jordan, yeah, of all time. Yeah, a lot of people might say one, three, or four at this point. But I would say maybe five, six years ago, if you ask what's the greatest Air Jordan ever, it's the Air Jordan Eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also think the Jordan One, as crazy as it sounds, the Jordan One is so popular, but I do think there's a mainstream recognizability to the Air Jordan Eleven because of that shiny patent leather. Yeah. I feel like we always talk about 
non-sneakerheads like your, your, you know, you hear from your aunt when the chunky yeah. donkey comes out. But that Jordan 11, everyone has seen, and they've seen the Jordan 1, to be fair, but that patent leather around the shoe, such an iconic, iconic design. And it started with, Don, you, you know, you could talk about it. It seems like MJ wanted something that you could wear with a tuxedo. Right. I mean, and, and just, again, that shininess and that kind of formal aspect to it. I'm not a big fan of the sneakers with the suit look, but that was always kind of part of the mystique around it. And I think also that shininess and that patent leather, think about how different this shoe looks versus the other Jordans that were coming out at that time. I mean, kudos to Tinker Hatfield who designed the shoe because every Jordan that was coming out at that time was such a kind distinct of iteration. story. Yeah, yeah yes. you know what I mean? And like... The Jordan 11 also was so integral to Michael Jordan's comeback and, and for that 72 and 10 season. And then it had like the Space Jam moment. So there's all these pop cultural things that tie into it. And, you know, the, this book, Complex Sneaker of the Year, the best since 85, basically every single year we're looking at in that year, what is the best sneaker that came out for 1995? We chose the Jordan 11 and then we chose as the a honorable men, The honorable mention yeah, the, was the Air Max 95. Come on, the classic. And, and we are looking at these shoes in the year they came out, but I think we're also, when we consider these things, considering their retro life. And if you think about the gigantic imprint that the Jordan 11 has had mm -hmm. on retro sneakers, and, you know, it's it's a holiday event. Again, like, yeah. local news channels every year are going to cover the big Jordan 11 yes. release in December. if you guys yes. want, um, not to plug the podcast every single two seconds, but Please. we do have an early on episode where we go through yes. all the Air Jordan 11 holiday releases so if you want to know how that goes let me ask you guys and think about it i remember the 72 10 one didn't mm. wasn't that like breaking records and then a million pairs. Didn't, didn't like the jubilee even this year there, there was a there was a span there when nike would on its earnings call afterward in successive years designate that jordan 11 as like the biggest launch that they ever had at most nike pairs because yeah how many pairs they were able to blow out in a matter of days seconds minutes you know what i mean and if you guys want another good story uh tune into the or go back and watch the Derek curry episode of the complex Seekers yes. podcast where he talks about the dmp air jordan 11 and six packs yes and him like breaking into the mall and cutting lines and coming out with like 40 boxes of those I, th I think that's an important aspect of the jordan 11 too i feel like it was one of the first sneakers even before then like around cool gray and, and space jam in the early 2000s that had people lining up for shoes or really made it an event sneaker. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, yeah. I think there's some CNN video maybe from the early 2000s that people used to pass around online. Mm -hmm. I think from a cool gray 11, Jordan 11 release at a mall that, that, you know, people lining up and it was so novel at the time. Cool gray, one of my favorites. I remember my first year of college, actually the summer graduating high school and then going into college, I had I was on like a eBay Jordan 11 kick, the mm -hmm. white and red yeah. lows, mm -hmm. white and red lows, cool gray 11s I got off eBay. I was saving up for them and I, I wanted to go to college basically with like a bunch of Jordan 11, such an iconic shoe. But let's get to the honorable mention. Welty, I know that you have such like- I you, love- you, Yeah, talk about the 95, Air Max 95. Big fan of it. I, I think it's tough, Brendan, when, when we talk about these shoes, obviously the Air Jordan 11 releases are bigger, but the shoe for the longest time was kind of like, it didn't really come out that often. Yeah. To own a pair, you know, it was, you had to go through hell and high water to try yes. and get them. Not saying the Air Max 95s weren't rare, limited, or expensive or anything, because they were very expensive yeah. uh, running shoe. But I think a lot more people interacted with this sneaker more in their daily lives. Interesting. It was easier to get a pair. Um, Less it's, precious in a way. Yeah, and it, for a lot of people, 
across a lot of subcultures. This shoe's like a uniform yes. sneaker. You always, yes. you he, I'm sure, Joe, in sneaker shopping too, you hear a lot of stories about people growing up in Air Max 95 yep. being a, you know, important shoe to them. And this was the first <clears throat> Nike running shoe that Nike kind of uh, marketed not as like a performance, performance running shoe. It celebrated like the culture. Yeah, I remember Tinker Hatfield saying in, in an old interview, I think from Sneaker Freaker, how he didn't really love the Air Max 95 because it was clear to him that it wasn't a true running shoe, at least yeah. based partly on that upper. Yeah, and you know, the shoe itself is uh, made, to, uh, made to represent the human body. Yep. Um, you know, it's like the layers of the fibers. Uh, this is like the rib cage, the lungs are, are in the bubbles. Um, by the way, shout out to Ben Felderstein, who, yes, wrote, who wrote this honorable mention yep. blurb page mini chapter in the book. Thank you to him. Thank you to everybody who contributed, like Joe said, to the book. We kind of have been promoing the book a lot, yes. but there's a lot more people than just us who contributed this. No kith. Sorry? No kith. He made a joke. <laughs> got yeah. you, got you. And, and also, I, I do agree with you, though, Wealthy. It's funny because the Air Max 95, even though we chose it as the runner-up for this year, and, and I do think that's the correct decision, I think the Jordan 11 yeah. is a bigger, better shoe if you consider history. But also, it's funny because I feel like, and Joe, let me know if you disagree, but the Air Max 95 is a sneaker that all of us wear way more than yes. the Jordan 11, right? Like, totally. we've worn Air Max 95s it, a lot between yes. the three of us. Yes, also, I would say, you know, the Neons just dropped recently. It yes. seems like we all... I mean, excited I excited for them. Yeah, and I picked up a pair. How many Jordan 11s have we bought recently that, even though they release... You know, every year we said basically around holiday yeah. or or kind of you were ninety-five a lot too to a certain yeah. extent. You always wore the studios. Coral yeah. Studios, yeah. one of my favorite Air Max ninety-fives. I wore those for the Mbappe sneaker shopping episode. Uh, I wore the Denham. Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Yep. The Denham for Jason Sudeikis. I love the ninety-fives. And we had Gucci on, yeah. the, on the show, and he was like, the Hustlers were wearing yep. Air Max 95s because it was the most expensive shoe, and I always wanted to have the most expensive sneaker at the time when he, when he was uh, hustling. Last thing I want to say about this shoe, it's yeah. kind of like a, a shitty luck of the draw because if you look at the book, if you go through all the chapters, mm -hmm. almost any other year, this would have won yes. Sneaker yeah. of the Year. Yes. But 1995 yes. is like... You know, you're just up against a juggernaut where it's just a yeah. it's, it's a luck of the draw and it, it didn't win. But nineteen ninety six Air Max ninety five. Yeah. So and like I, I there's still a lot of Air Max ninety fives that I think about that I want. Stash Air Max ninety five. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna get the Man Air Max ninety fives, the, the running the Mita, man the Mita uh, yeah. version with the black tongue. Yeah. But guys, the stash Air Max ninety five, I was gonna order it in yeah. an earlier podcast. I gonna fall apart. You guys told me no because the soul would fall apart. And then yeah. we ended up having stash on the podcast. Yes, which is a great I remember. One. You know, stash Air Max ninety five. You know whose shoe that was? That was a big Noah Callahan Beverage. Oh, shoe. really? Yeah. yeah. Shout out yes. to NCB. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, should we move on to the yeah. next chapter that we're going to discuss here? Yes. Yes. In we the should. complex sneaker of the year book. What, what's the next chapter we're talking about? Two thousand and two. Okay. Two thousand and two Nike. Hold on. Mm -hmm. SB mm -hmm. era. 2002. This is the thing I like about. You've got, you've got one. Yeah, look, he got both. Both of you guys have Nike SBs. Put it to the camera. Put it on them. 2002. Hold on. So this is the thing about the Nike SB. We see now the recent reemergence and prices exploding. The guy to my right loves. <laughs> he doesn't love anything more. To see, okay, you know what I'm about to say. The guy to my right exactly loves going, when. 
a celebrity brings out an old Nike SB Dunk, yes. and people react to it, and yes. people like it, and chatter starts happening online on Twitter. My guy to the right loves nothing more than saying, these sat in skate shops. What These dunks <laughs> this never was good. never good. This pair was never good. I think the recent example you did was the golf dunk. Uh-huh. Let, let's be real, though, because we were all there. Yes, but that was never uh, even a remotely popular shoe. All right, but were people... Did the prices explode on those? Yes. They did? Yeah, Crazy. they're like wow. over $800. And why did they explode? Because just Travis, Travis Scott, Scott wore Just so we can be explicit about it. But the thing about 2002 and the Nike SB Dunk, and we... Who, uh, who wrote this chapter? This is Anthony Papalardo, right? Yes, Anthony okay. Papalardo, not the skateboarder. A skateboarder, not the professional not skateboarder. A skateboarder, but not the skateboarder. Yes. What, what I loved about how he wrote in this book and what he captured is that... Oh, sorry, what, it wasn't Anthony Papalardo. Excuse I, me? Okay, it was, well... It was, Sorry, he wrote the half cab chapter. It was Justin Tejada. Oh, Justin Tejada. Do not want to Excuse mix that one up. Justin Tejada. Shouts to Justin Tejada, one of the nicest guys. Uh, I met him. I met him. You know, the Jordan, another connection, the Jordan press trip in Chicago, my favorite press trip that I always talk about on the yep. Complex yeah. Sneakers yep. podcast, where I had the jersey on. Yeah, and you always had, talk about it. We remember. No, no, hold on. Well, though. Yeah, we remember. They, they, announced, they announced I ran out. Michael Jordan came out. I was in a scrimmage. I dropped what I dropped three points, six, uh, six turnovers, four fouls in, in 10 minutes of play. But Justin Tahada, I met him on that press trip. Very short lived Complex employee, the original okay. editor of Green Label. Yes. You didn't have to say, okay, short No, he, he was only here for like, like a month or so. You know? I think he was here more than that, but okay. Don just gave us $6.99 Canadian, I believe, saying Tuesday afternoon breakworthy content. Thanks. Thank you, Don. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. Back to the chapter. Okay, Joe. so the chapter, what I love what Justin wrote is that we see it now. We see Nike SB Dunks, and we think that they're the, the hottest thing going. When it first started, there was a lot, a lot of kind of um, reluctancy mm, to, to this whole era of Nike SB. And, and he talks about it in this in this chapter. And, and Welty, you know, you were there. You guys yeah. both talk about how it didn't pop off right away and, well, and have a like a rise right away. I would say during that era, like. Like 2002, not talking about like the golden era of right. Nike SB, which is like 05, 05 to yeah, 07. For sure. um, but 2002, I remember like this is still when I was like heavy skateboarding. That was my life, like subscription to Thrasher magazine and mm-hmm. all that. And I remember when SB first came out because as a kid, you'd open the skate mag and like go through all the ads and it kind of informed you pre-internet like what was cool what was coming out mm-hmm. and nike sb had like the last page in all the new thrasher yeah. issues that were coming out and that, with the original skate team with people like reese forbes and uh, richard Mulder. and i remember loving those skaters but at the time skaters thought nike yeah. was was whack yep. you know it, it, yep. it's crazy to think now or even mm-hmm. in general that people would hate nike you right. know well, they looked at it as like they were Posers, it, like, they were they were coming into their territory. Skateboarders, yeah, always have like this kind of niche, cool, yep. close knit. And Nike, the big corporation, coming in, and it's like, oh, so now all of a sudden, we're making Nike skateboarding shoes. And yeah, like I said, there was some reluctancy, but then the models and the storytelling. Mm-hmm. How would you guys say, even though it started a little rough, how long did you think it, it took to, to take off? I mean, I mean, a lot of those, it, it's crazy because you look back at it and we're talking about like the resale price on, you know, sometimes models that didn't have as much cultural impact within mm-hmm. the wave of Nike SB. But then there's also some models from the early era that almost time forgot to, like what? to some extent, like 
like I would say like that shoe, like the Richard Mulder, the yeah. it, the one if it's like the all white pair with the the blue swoosh, with the yep. blue swoosh. And in my head, I'm like, that's a shoe that, and I, I don't know what the resale value is on mm -hmm. it, but I'm imagine it's not you know as as much as some other shoes. But in your head, you're like, that one should sell for right. more than this one because that shoe was like this historically big important big deal, big deal. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I want to mention. Sorry, I got to mention them every single time we have another sure. person, Chris. Term 13 giving 4.99 in the chat saying I'm in the military station in Alabama and this podcast gets me through every day of work. Thank you for your service. Yes, Guys, thank since, you very since much. Since we're taking things back to 2002, we're talking about the early era of the Nike SB Dunk, which I think was a big shoe for all of us. Do you guys remember the first SB Dunks that you ever got? Uh, I know we must have talked about this yes. on here before. We, we definitely did. I don't know about the first ones that I got. Everyone knows the one that I went crazy over. Say together. Tiffany Dunks. Tiffany Dunks. Right. I was calling. Fake pair. I got a fake pair by someone who actually worked at Complex. They don't work here anymore. But I was calling the skate shop in Bayshore Special Sauce six times a day, disguising my voice. Hey, uh, the Tiffany Dunks in yet? I think I have. I had MLP, Mom LaPuma, call up a couple times and, and ask for if the Tiffany Dunks were in. I never got them. That was the one that I never got. I recently got them. But the story that I always love, and I'll, you know, I'll get to it quick. I was walking. There used to be a Jewish deli next to Special Sauce, and they had yep. great pastrami sandwiches. So mm -hmm. I go to the... the Get a pastrami sandwich and walk uh, next to Special Sauce. In the window, they had the P the J rods, okay. the P rods that Tinker Hatfield did yeah, with the elephant print. With the elephant print, I still have those, and I remember just being like, "How are these still in the window? There's no way that you guys have sizes." And back then, even though SBs were really getting um, some hype behind them, I walked in, got my size, and it was like such a win because. That hasn't even happened. I mean, I don't. It's happened few and far between, even since but then. You kind of mm -hmm. had to know back then, yes, to, to a certain degree. And I feel like totally. sometimes that's when, and, and not to go too deep into it, when people will. I don't want a gatekeep or anything. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. But yeah, like, he doesn't want a gatekeep. No, no, no. <laughs> so, okay. Since, since wow. What a new. Uh, okay. 2021. A New Year's resolution. But go ahead. No, but I think you know. In we've had a discussion on on full size run with Reese LaFlair before, where he was mm -hmm. like. You kind of knew if someone actually was into SBs back in the day or not, because not everyone was into the shoes because they were hard to get, they were hard to come by. You couldn't just walk into Foot Locker and pick them up like a pair of Retro Air Jordans or Air Maxes, you know? So yeah, it's definitely. Like, that, like you're saying, even though they were hard to come by, there was a lot of people who didn't even know how to get these shoes because yeah. they were sold at non-traditional footwear stores and you had to even know where these stores were located because they weren't located in malls. You couldn't I, I was just so hyped the first time, I think it was when I moved to college when I finally lived somewhere, this was in Eugene, Oregon, that had Ooh. an SB account, a store called Tactics there. Yeah. And I was excited because I had been buying SBs before then, but I had to buy them online yeah. or through catalogs or things like that to figure out a way to get them. You know, I mentioned on here before buying a pair at Ross that wasn't Dunks, but you know, being able to actually go to a local skate shop and get SB Dunks was such a special thing yeah. to me because they felt for a period they're so inaccessible. This is like 2007, 2008, around there. Um, wealthy, I, I don't I don't, I, I don't, know if you have said it on here, and forgive me I if think so, but oh, the first pair of SB Dunks. The, the, what? Go ahead, sorry. The, fir the first pair I ended up getting, I, I feel bad, I remember going, I think it was 05, and I went to um, this store called Just For Feet in Manahawka, New Jersey, it was like okay. a skate shop. And okay. they had some SBs on the wall. They also had athletic shoes, which was a weird mm -hmm. thing. But I think they had the, the era dunks. Yeah, yeah. The, they the had those Irish there. Pair. Yeah. And I was I looked at them, and this is an era when 
crazy color shoes really weren't the, mm -hmm. the thing yet. And I mm -hmm. was like, those shoes are awesome, but I'll never be able to wear those. Like, why am I going to buy a pair of white, orange, and green sneakers? Yeah. Like, what's, what am I going to wear them? Once a month? Which is funny now because we're like, if you wear your sneakers once a month, you're like, I wear these a lot. Yeah. Uh, but so passed on that and bought a pair of all white sneakers, which was stupid. And I hate what, a pair of Dunks or just like a random all white? I think they were like a, uh, it was a Nike like legend or something like that. Got you, got you. And uh, then and, in 06, I ended up finally getting a pair of the Crimson Dunks. Yeah. Um, so that was the first pair that I got. Uh, we, need, we need to briefly mention though the runner up shoe because it's very much in the vein yes. of the SB Dunk, that whole era, the Bait Bapestas. Oh, Bait Bapestas. And it brought, I'll tell you, you know what brought me back to the Bape era? Should we? Kid Cudi? Yep. Not, not Kid Cudi. Oh, that's what I was thinking. The Pharrell Drink Champs. Oh, yeah. Yes. Interview. Yes, 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 yes. I feel, I, feel, I feel bad. I feel like we're treading so familiar territory on here in terms of the Complex Sneakers podcast I know, but that's universe. okay. They want to be familiar. Know, yeah, it's like you're hanging out with us on the couch. And also what I would say is obviously we're in different times, so we can't be outside. But if you guys got books, and, and I think that once we are allowed to go outside, we're going to do in-person book signings when everything's safe, whenever that would be. We're really excited to, you know, we think about if this was different, we, we would probably be pulling up to stores around the country yeah, yeah. and, and you know, we, we definitely... A book tour on my David yeah, Foster Wallace Yeah, a book shit. tour. We definitely want to get as much signed as possible. Speaking of the book, though, just to kind of put a pin in the 2002 discussion, what, what do you guys think was a bigger flex, not just in 2002, but maybe that whole era of, like, 02 to like 08 or that that general time having a pair of rare sbs or having a pair of real bapestas to me the bapestas were on a different level even though there were sbs that were rare and i think there were more of them on that tier we got a lot of donations flowing in and we appreciate all those yes. we'll get to them but to me bapesta was like another level of mythical I know. And so insane, like the colorways. If you weren't in New York, it was like you couldn't get the shoes. Yeah. I know. It was, it was kind of like the, it, it was kind of like a, a f unattainable thing. Even going to the store, we talked about yeah. how it was super expensive. And then you have kind of like the most uh, influential figure, the one who's, who's, who our North Star at the time, Pharrell, wearing it nonstop. Mm. And it's just. Even Kanye. You know? And Kanye, of course, yeah. Uh, bigger flex, though, that's a good question. I think both, it, but you I know I think what? you knew people went through different level of hoops to get the Bapes. Like, if you saw someone with Bapes who yes. wasn't from New York, they're like, they're either they're fake or they're really, like, in this shit. I want that pink, brown, and white. Yeah. That's, like, the classic one. Yeah. And that yeah. hasn't released in a while, has it? You know which one I'm talking about. I, I know the exact. Nigo did about. the Adidas in the same colorway uh, this year. Yeah, uh, same. But yeah, it's going to be a big year for Bapes too. I think they're planning a little bit of a comeback. Okay, so the next chapter, 2009. I wrote the chapter. 2009 was early in my complex career, and I remember Bradley Carbone, who was our lifestyle and sneaker editor. He basically gave me my start. And 2009 was very special because there was this guy named Kanye West who was... May have heard of him. Yeah, may have heard of him, who's at the time like the most influential person. And anytime he wore a jacket or some jeans, and I think you know he was doing a column for us uh, off and on called Kanye's Fashion Beatdowns where he would critique celebrities' outfits. But then it was time for Kanye to get into footwear. 
and he partners up with Nike, 2009, and everyone's wondering, like, you know how it is now, an album drops and it's like trash or classic in, in 12 hours. Right. And that's how it really was. You know, kind of, to be honest, it's classic, like that. It's classic like, track list, you know? Exactly, exactly. It's kind of like that for footwear, but the world was waiting for Kanye to unveil his Nike design. And let me tell you, the Nike Air Yeezy, go to pair. their camera. You got a pair. You... I brought these from home. These were the first pair, the first colorway of the Nike Air Yeezy. I one. wish we could hit the lights right now. And you got, I know. And you got these three ninety nine. Okay, so another tell us story. The story. How did yeah, you get another these story. Easy? Bradley Carbone, Peter Rubin, uh, I think maybe even Donnie Kwok, who is now our GM. They were working on this big story, for and and Complex actually got the exclusive, and on the Nike Air Yeezy One. And I remember that. I remember that. There was like five to ten people working on this story, just like the book, like top editors and photography yep. and things like that. And Nike blessed us with the exclusive images. If you Google Nike Air Yeezy One, the cleanest images online are still from Complex. They no. may not, they, there may be some watermark, but they may not be. But don't get it twisted that Complex had the exclusives in those pages of the magazine. So people are working on the, on the Air Yeezy uh, spread. And it comes out great. Again, I remember, I just remember being in the photo studio with Bradley Carbone and like, talk about being the worst photographer. Here, another story is that they tried to get me to do, to be, when I was an intern, to be a photographer. Really? Joe had like a shaky hand, I couldn't never pay attention. That. Really? Let me tell you something. They tried to get me to be a photographer and they were just like, you just press the button. <laughs> I was the worst Worst photographer, it didn't work out at all. And I just remember Bradley shooting these, but I remember Nike sending the samples, either not even sending them, I think someone came and delivered them like in a bag and had to stay with the shoe. And it was like our, they had an armed guard. With exactly, them, like no NDA. It wasn't even NDAs. It was like, no, we're hand delivering the shoes. So Bradley, I remember he had like these cubes and he was placing the sneakers on uh, all three colorways. My favorite colorway, black and pink of these. What do you guys like? I go back and forth, honestly. At the time in 2009, I, I really wanted the black and pink pair, but I, I, they all look incredible. So we did, the, we did the article. Magazine comes out, everyone loves it, it goes online. And around two weeks later, a box shows up. A box shows up to the Complex office. If you know the Complex Sneakers podcast, the guy to my left starts literally 95% of the podcast looking for packages, okay? Brendan Fair. Dunn. Fair. Sometimes he gets off the Zoom. Sometimes we have to take a five-minute break because he's waiting for packages. Duty calls. 23rd Street Complex office. A box shows up. And it, and it just, uh, I think it was addressed to, to Bradley. And all of a sudden, there's around eight pairs of these from Nike as thank yous. And please don't finish the story. Yeah, it took a while to get here. <laughs> it took, listen, it, it took a while to get here. But, but a big box. We opened the box. There's eight pairs of these Yeezys uh, for all top editors, for writers, for the photographers. And it was just like, how, how many times? We've worked together for how long? Uh, since at least I met you in 2012. Okay, so eight, eight, eight or nine years, essentially. Nine, yeah. mm -hmm. How many times has a big box from a brand showed up and, like, seven of us got sneakers? Never. Uh, happened once, thanks, the, thanks to Brando. The Flyknit, Nike Flyknit, the black-on-black Nike, Nike yeah, Flyknit. Right, okay, so once yeah. in eight years. So, big box shows up. We all get these Yeezy ones. Who said uh, there was a party downtown? I remember Reason Clothing. You guys remember Reason Clothing? Yes. We're going so deep right now. I know, now. because this is, this is when I'm on camera, we go deep, okay? Please. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> listen, listen. Say the line again. Say the no, line again, Joe. On YouTube. Listen. Say the line again. No. Uh, when we're on camera, you go deep. No, I'm saying this is different. This is a special treat. We want to be on YouTube. Okay. We got to give the stories yeah, up. Go deep. There's a, there's a party downtown like the day that I get these. Yeah. And Kanye had a verse. He, he says um, something. I got the Yeezys on my feet. And being a, a bushy-eyed young person in my career, I take off the Yeezys and I hold it in the air. Like, because we had them early. Yeah. We also all had them early. And... <laughs> Just like, and then some, a photographer was there, and it was like the yeah. highlight of the party was when Joe LaPuma put the Yeezys in the <laughs> That's air. That's what they I, said on page yeah, six. Yeah, <laughs> and I wish, I wish that, I, I wish that, uh, it wasn't page six. It was like some block, New York City block, but I wish that uh, that photo exists online. But Nike Air Yeezy 2009, we're talking about stories, but, but also talk about the significance. It lived up to the significance. I think in this chapter, P.J. Tucker said that this was... I think a top five shoe of all time. A lot of people say that this shoe hasn't aged that well, and this is actually the one Yeezy that I still really want. And Joe, I have a similar story. I was in a vastly different position, and I didn't get the shoes back then for free from Nike. I didn't get the shoes at all, and I still don't have them. But I remember in 2009 how hard that shoe was going to be to get, and, and, and being on the Nike talk thread a lot, trying to figure out how I could possibly get it. And, and it never happened, but I remember... I was in college at the time, and the Roots were coming to town. And yeah. if you know Questlove, you, you know he's a huge yeah. sneaker guy. And I knew I knew he would have access to the shoes. And I remember going to see the Roots at the McDonald Theater in Eugene, Oregon. And the Roots came out while the lights were still down. So the, the lights in the venue are completely out. But And I was right in the front, and I could see the soles of Questlove sneakers glowing because wow. he had the Yeezys on. And I was screaming, losing my mind. The Yeezys. It's... Just, just floating across stage. Beautiful moment. And the thing is, like all three colorways, I think we just talked about it. All three colorways. Each one is better than the other. Each one one is better than the other. My favorite, of course, people know black and pink because I love black sneakers. I, I, like I want to know what I like the like, tan ones. Did, did tan you, ones are great with the pink hit. hit. When yeah. the Yeezy first came out, the Nike Air Yeezy in two thousand nine, were you trying? Or did you care about it at all? I, surely I, you, I, you liked Kanye West at the time. Obviously, you were well into sneakers. Like yeah, I. Didn't didn't go for it. I obviously remember the shoe coming out, uh, but I think on that time I was just massively into like huge like Air Max running shoe it, kick. The Yeezy was just not. Yeah, I wasn't wearing high top shoes. I mean, I still don't to this day for the most part, but wasn't really wearing them. So for me, it was just I wasn't. Not that I didn't think the shoe was great. I just wasn't personally like I Invested. I needed those. And back then, the ideas of like hitting on something and reselling it like didn't really. Exists yeah. so yeah. no, that's no not way. what I was thinking. Yeah, no way. Yeah, so you're not just not everyone's back then. I felt like everyone didn't try to go and get a shoe because they knew what the value was going to be. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, so we got so, we got a good roast in the chat. What? Wait, did you see something in the chat that you like, Joe? I've seen a lot of stuff, but you go. No, no, no. Go ahead, please. No, no, no. Someone just said that they send you shutter shades. That's pretty funny. But go. <laughs> I saw I saw Pedro Cordova saying Dunn went specifically to see the sneakers and doesn't know any of the Roots music. That is not true, but <laughs> I, I do appreciate you getting the jab off. So maybe we can give Pedro a book. I think we have two more books two to more? give away. 
do we want to give Pedro a book for that? Yeah, for your disrespecting call. me blatantly? Yeah, your call. Okay. I like when they give a little jab sometimes. Okay. You know, a, a playful jab, we're here for okay. it. Pedro yeah. Cordova, we're giving you the book. To the, to the people listening to the podcast, the audio version of this, we appreciate you. Yes. And, and we're sorry we don't have any books to give away to you. But uh, these books are, are for sale. Yes, they are for and, sale. And you can get them. Places, and, and you can get them. They won't be signed, but we're going to figure out more ways. So we have one more book to give away. We have a, a, a little bit more time left on the program here. Do we want to talk? Joe, Joe, go ahead. One thing I, I want to say, someone keeps asking, when's the podcast merch dropping? I need the hat that JLP was wearing. We all have the Complex Sneakers podcast dad hat. Yeah. We want to get those. If you want, drop, drop an eight in the chat if you want to get the Complex Sneakers podcast hat because we got to get that. An eight? Yeah, that's my favorite number, eight. Oh, uh, you don't do F in the chat to pay respect? I don't know what that is. What is the F in the chat? <laughs> what is that? I press, see that all the time. Press F in the chat. Is that like such a boomer moment for no, me? Uh, but just press the F in the chat. F in the if chat. You want the complex Drop an F in the chat has. if you want the complex sneakers podcast hat. Let me say, let me say this. Can we do a fitted? Because I have a large head, and like the standard dad hat cap thing is never going to work for me. So <laughs> I need like a seven and three fourths fitted. Also, really the idea of Brennan Dunn in a fitted is just I have kind never of seen. <laughs> Look at all the eights. They want the complex sneakers podcast, but we. Hat. Well, the, the, the eights are it's going a, up. It's a great dad hat, but yeah, look, we need those. So Complex, if you're listening, I know that there's some people on Complex wow. who are listening to this. Wow. Look at these. Wow. Look at these going off. Okay, we need to get the Complex sneakers dad hat produced, and we need to get that online. Also, you guys have yours, right? Yes. I personally want the names of all the 12 people who have downvoted this video so far and what okay, the reason is for doing First of all, this is on a, this is on my channel. Relax. We have a, all right. Th- this isn't on the so this is oh, on the complex channel. 12 people. Goodness. Listen, there that's that's okay. That's their personal decision. Yeah, all right. Look at um, one thing should we, so we talked about the book. Um, I promise you guys you're going to enjoy the book. It's different than any other sneaker book. Yeah. We we've, we've been there for all of them. No disrespect to any of them, but this really really is different and and there's a lot of history and the people who wrote the chapters were there and they spoke to the right people and and it's definitely a history lesson yes wealthy go ahead good thing in the chat uh (laughs) shout out our co-worker who did some writing in the book brandon richard be rich yes he's saying he's, he's smashing eight in the chat because that's the size fitted that Dunn wears. Oh, I've never seen you in a fitted. <laughs> I've worn a couple of fitteds in mine. Okay. That was, so was, listen, should we answer some questions really quick? Yeah. Five minutes. Five yeah. minutes of rapid questions, and then we got to get out of here. We thank you guys so much for joining us. Definitely go get this book. Let's see the questions. Actually, and, and, and while we wait for some questions to roll in, I am going to read through the credits on the book and, and give a couple people's names who contributed Please to the do. book. Please do. Please do. so many times they go nameless. But um, Donnie Quag, GM of Complex, is yes. in here. Joe LaPuma, you know that guy. Ryan and Wyeth, executive oh. creative director. Yes. Gina, yes. associate creative director. Lucas Weisenthal, director of content development. The guy who was asking us on Slack every single week to read it once again. Carissa Sanchez, director of content yes. strategy. Brendan Dunn, you know him. Matt Welty, yes, yes. David Cabrera, Taylor Corsack, Marlon Calby, Daryl mm-hmm. Flores, Damian Scott, Rich Antonello, Michael Herman at Wicked Cow. I mean, and, and so many more contributors. Like we said, Drew Hamill, Zach DeBasic, Ben Felderstein, yes. John Gotti, Stefano, Riley Jones, Brandon Richard. This is an all-star cast of the best writers in the game. And if you don't yet have it, oh, if you don't yet have it, we might be able to give you one because we have one more book to we give away, right? We have one more book, and we are we're doing questions. Let's get some good questions. 
Let's let's pay attention to the chat. JLP, do you have any you you okay? UConn inspired shoes. Yes, I actually have a Nike Air Force One ID that they sent me. Okay. JLP, why didn't you work at Special Sauce instead of South <laughs> Mall? You guys <laughs> chime in. You guys are both looking good at the questions book. that he, he no, took all the you questions guys are for both Don't you also have like a light like a Karam Butler like bobblehead or yes, something? Yes, I do. I do have a Karam Butler. It's not a bobblehead. It's actually a full fledged statue. Um, favorite watch. These questions are going by quick, so it's yes. really hard to catch them. Do I collect Oregon PEs? If you listen to the Complex Sneakers podcast, you will remember on here me telling a story about having the Oregon Jordan 3s, the pit crew joints that I actually sold years ago. I think that's the only PE Oregon sneaker that I've ever had. So that's the answer to that question. Okay. When is the Welty versus Dunn sparring match? <laughs> when is that? I don't know. This guy's in shape, no, but it also is, no, has a lot of anger. No, the Welty versus Dunn, it, never. It's a training match. I will be under Welty's tutelage okay. if, if, right. if that ever has to happen because... I don't know anything about that. Man, world. these questions are going really, really fast. We have one more book. JLP, did you get the Benjamin Kicks package? Yes, I did. He sent. Okay, he sent. <laughs> all right, relax. All right, he all right, sent the off-white right, fours. Right. Yes. Thank you to Ben. Um, from South Africa, a book, please. Uh, we might send one your way. Uh, we'll, we'll see if if any other great contenders come up. A lot of people mentioning premium Pete's pasta sauce. It's highly cosigned. Yeah. MLP. MLP said, listen, MLP said it was better than Rayo's. MLP, Mama La Puma. They wanna <laughs> they wanna know your calves uh, workout routine. Calves is 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 a lot of years of soccer, a lot of years of running track and mm -hmm. some genetics. My dad has has big calves. Okay. Um, wealthy, somebody asking, always references to our time in Malaysia. Do we like the sneaker law A6 Gel Light 3? Yes, I wore them on full size runs. Okay. Come Which on. is coming back Thursday. Come on. Yeah. With special, no, we won't say who the guest no. was. Sorry, folks. It's it's really hard. We're honestly trying to read your questions, but they scroll by quite fast, so it is difficult. How is your last name, Lapuna? But your favorite kicks are New Balances. I don't even. <laughs> First of all, not favorite kicks are not New Balance, but <laughs> respectfully, good joke. But I don't know if that gets you a book. Yeah. Um, people are asking what Wealthy has on feet. Wealthy, can you tell us the exact model of that? These Adidas? are the Adidas Consortium Response CL. Okay. Whoever's making the endless summer, whoever's making the endless summer reference, DM me on Instagram. I will send you a book. In addition, <laughs> I know what that that's is. That's not the one. That's not the one. What is the reference? Huh? What is the reference? That's that's why I'm sending it to this person because it, it was something in in passing. Uh, DM me on Instagram. <sighs> we got to scroll up, and, and I got to get that. Whoever keeps writing the endless summer. So. Can we get a game of footy between Joe, Brendan, and Welty? Yeah, game of what? Footy. I think that's uh, soccer. soccer. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I, I played Brian a little bit Lara. of soccer. Actually, soccer is the one sport that I ever played growing up. I, I played SSA as a fourth grader. Okay, a, so team, you so. so you were an athlete. You bit. played soccer and then transitioned to ma ma <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> Magic Pokemon. I went, I went straight from the field to the land center. Okay. You know what I mean? you want to get the Complex Sneaker of the Year book, the best since 1985, please click the link in the description and you can buy a copy for yourself. That one won't be signed. We are going to try and figure out how to make more signed copies available, you know, as we go on. We do have one more one signed more. one Come to on, give guys. away Give today. us a good inside and joke. I can't figure out... Has it got pictures? It does have lovely pictures. Yes, it does. Shot by staff photographer David Cabrera. Shasta Thank you, David. Just to Gina. It's literally my birthday. No way to prove it, unfortunately. People ask me if I miss Milo. I do, but also at the same time, I have a lot of Milo stashed away in the counters at home, in the pantry somewhere. Um, I, I, we, <laughs> All right, we got to. <laughs> I got to just pick a name. We're out losing of a hat people. For this we're losing book. people. Um, so this last book, how we're going to give it away. Uh, let's let's do. I, I saw this one. 
Marcus Peterson said, I would give the book to my friend whose grandpa is in the hospital right now because of COVID. My friend is a huge fan. Marcus Peterson, we are going to give you this, the last of the 10 signed copies of the Complex Sneaker of the Year, best since 1985 books we have available today. Best wishes to your friend's grandpa yes. on, a, on a healthy recovery. Mm -hmm. For everybody else who didn't get a signed copy of the book today, like we've said multiple times, and for those listening to the podcast, you can buy it by clicking the link in the description. What else do we want to say to the people before we get out of here? Just thank you guys for the support. As we said, um, you can listen to the Complex Sneakers podcast Friday mornings. We may see you guys on YouTube sooner than later. We hope you enjoyed this. Please leave a comment on the audio portion of the podcast, yes. wherever you get it. Uh, yep. We can't thank you guys enough for the support. And of course, please go buy the Complex Sneaker of the Yearbook. We promise that you will not regret it. Thanks so much for engaging with us. We appreciate the support. Sneaker shopping Mondays, 10 a.m., full-size run Thursdays, 6 p.m. Yes. Thank you guys so much. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast, Sneaker of the Year book live stream. We will see you guys soon. Our producer is Dave Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Sound engineering done by Kyle Garvey. Special thanks to Jennifer Stewart and Shiva Bayet. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.